You're listening to the new music show, playing new releases from around the UK. She gave to me a tenderness, her friendship and her love. I see her face from time to time, there in the sky above. Took us through a wilderness into the calmest sea. Her smile could lift me from the pain I often found within. She said some things I won't forget. She made a few bells ring. So simple her humility, her beauty.
Hello and welcome to another edition of the New Music Show. That was Some Fantastic Place by Squeeze. And for our regular listeners are saying, Pete, why are you playing covers? Well, it's not a cover if the person who wrote the song is actually on the show. So I'm really, really excited to uh, introduce you to Chris Difford coming up in a minute. Chris is going to be telling us all about the songs that he's been writing uh, and his friends have been writing over lockdown uh, through the Songwriting Club. Now, the Songwriting Club, for those of you who don't know, is a new album. It's just been released um, through Chris and his friends. It's available on Spotify and all the places you want to download and stream. Uh, we've got some of the tracks with you today to listen to, um, but I do recommend you hear all 20 tracks because the theme is around the NHS and, of course, supporting the good work that's going on behind the scenes and that went through all of lockdown. And, in fact, this podcast itself, when I first started it during lockdown 2, it was really to um, to highlight and showcase new music that was coming out uh, this year uh, with musicians not being able to play their live music and promote in the normal way. So I thought, well, create a podcast, but I had no idea that when I started this, I'd end up be sitting in my shed in my back garden talking to a legend that I remember listening to the music growing up. So uh, I'm really excited. And uh, so definitely stay tuned for the whole episode. This is the one you're going to want to keep playing and playing and playing. And I want you to support all the songwriters that are playing uh, today on this show, but also check out the other 10 tracks on the album as well, because it's really important. So more of that coming up in a moment. Uh, just Let's just play one more track first. I beg 
for some forgiveness But begging's not my business And she won't write a letter Although I always tell her And so it's my assumption I'm really up the to the new music show playing new releases from around the UK So hi Chris how are you you good Yeah very good thank you very much nice to see you Yeah and you and uh, we we first met a couple of weeks ago on one of your retreats uh, I found that really enjoyable thank you so much for putting that on No problem You're credited for so many songs and artists that and I suddenly thought wow this is amazing that you've got such a prolific um, collaboration technique you must have had with other with other songwriters and artists over the years. Um, well, I enjoy co-writing. I get an awful lot out out of it. Um, I learn a lot about myself by co-writing. Um, I think that's part of the journey of it. But also, you know, I'm sort of mid to late sixties in age, so you know, if I hadn't have done a lot of stuff by now, I'd have been worried. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm proud of pretty much everything that I've done, even the mistakes and some of the some of the more duffer songs. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like it's part of the journey, really. Um, it's part of a, a great journey that I've I'm learning to enjoy more and more. And I think I think I remember. I, I want to move on to talk about the album, but I think I remember reading. I think you said something. You had 130 songs in 1973 or something. Yeah, but they were mostly shit. You know, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. You know, we were just getting to know each other. It was what I call heavy petting. In those <laughs> okay, days. yeah, yeah, yeah. With Glenn, um, and uh, and it was good to see on the zooms as well. So, uh, um, thanks for talking about that because I, I, I'm going to work my way through the book as well because it's. Uh, I struggle to read a book. I always get to sort of a couple of chapters and then I can't can't focus. But. I no, I can't. I'm the same um, as you. Yeah. I can't focus either. So I know I know how you feel. But no, I really appreciate you coming on. I want to talk about the songwriting garden because you must be what what would you call yourself, head gardener of the songwriting garden? Quite possibly. I hadn't thought of it like that, but yeah. I'm really inspired by not just the work that you're doing now during lockdown and uh, you know, twenty twenty and, and and this year, but the way that you talk to us as um newbies if you like in the songwriting world um uh, what inspired me was not not so much you saying hey look at me i'm great i've done, i've achieved this you was you were really focused on what we could achieve and i really like that and also giving people an opportunity and that's why i wanted to uh share with our listeners on the podcast which is which i set up during the lockdown um really to to um give hope that there is new music coming out there um, so talk us a little bit about what inspired you to set up the garden in the first place and the club and this particular album for NHS workers as well. Having endured the first lockdown, which was a bit of a, a bit of an adventure, trying to figure out what was what life was all about. Having the Queen on telly was quite scary. It was like being in the war. Yeah. Um, but I kind of 
felt like I had to give something back because, you know, I've been given such a lot over the years. And I hooked up with Help Musicians, who are a fantastic charity. And we decided to give it a go. And so I did um, a week of songwriting online. And uh, I enjoyed it so much uh, that I said I would do it on a regular basis. So twice a month is what I do. And to, and um, and then because I've been running work workshops for 30 years um, in person, as it were, uh, I decided to get all my friends together to record an album in lockdown to help uh, the Royal College of Nursing Foundation. So we put together a, a record, which I'm very proud of, but of course, like all records that are compilations, they don't really sell because people don't buy compilations like they used to. Um, and also with Spotify and online, people will just download the bit they want to hear and they'll forget about the rest. So it hasn't been a huge um, earner for them, but it's been an eye opener and it's also um, it's brought a lot to the table and it's brought a lot of love to the table for the people that were, have been involved in it. And that's where it really good news. And, and that's really what I want to shine the light on. So with your blessing, what I'd like to do is play some of the tracks from that album on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and we can talk about some of the people that you know and yeah. some of the people that maybe the normal music fan wouldn't know these people because they write songs for other artists as well. And I, that's really where I, where I wanted this podcast to shine the light on the songwriters hardworking songwriters who who collaborate and co-write. So in there, we've got 20 tracks on the on the song club. It's on Spotify uh, and you can uh, stream it. Um, and um, I don't know where to start really. Is there a song that stands out? I know they're all they're all your favorite because I wouldn't want you to pick out one against the other. Um, uh, but is there a song that that uh, that really gave you a wow moment? You think there's something amazing about these lyrics and the way it came together? That I can play first, and maybe we can play that. Uh, well, first. I think the obvious one is working on the front line. Um, I think that came together out of nowhere and by some people who I hadn't been in touch with for many years. And Neil McCall, um, uh, yeah, and Kate St. John wrote this song. And I have to say that when I first heard it, I thought this is, I wish the whole album would be like this because it was up, positive, pop. They'd gone to the extent of shooting a video. So, um, yeah, it was the one that got the most attention, but unfortunately, um, uh, the woman that sang it, the actress that sang it, um, she wouldn't do any of the publicity because she was shooting a film. So we had one leg tied behind the other, but it doesn't matter because it's a fanta fantastic song. It's by Jess, Jesse and the Leonards and uh, it's inspired by Hannah Grace Della.
So also on this album, we had uh, Beth Nielsen Chapman. So tell us a bit about Beth. Uh, well, Beth has been to many of my songwriting camps. She's a Grammy-winning songwriter from Nashville and um, hugely reliable songwriter, beautiful personal personality. Um, and her songs will, you know, bring tears to your eyes and give you loads of joy. So I can't recommend her song enough. Let us pray What 
Now, with Beth, I was uh, fortunate enough to be on a Zoom call you were doing. Um, I think you call it your social club. Yes. And I I saw your reaction to when she started playing your your song. I think it was Woman's World. Was that right? Yeah, she covered a squeeze song on one of my Zoom shows, and it was a jaw-dropping moment. I, it's a complicated song at the best of times, but she managed to nail it. And, um, wow, amazing. It, it was one of those moments where I thought it's uh, it was great. You you weren't you didn't know she was going to do it as well, did you? No, it was a complete surprise, a real surprise. Yeah. So let's have a look at another song here. Uh, when I was going through, I, I like the chord structure of a song. Uh, it was called "It Has to Be Done." It was Judith Owen who did that one. Yeah, Tell us a bit about Judith. Yeah. Um, well, Judith is from new she lives in new orleans um she's english but she lives in new orleans with harry shearer and uh, she's mental and this song was co-written with mark nevin who's most famous for the song perfect and fairground attraction but when i got to hear this song for the first time i was a bit baffled by it lyrically and then the second time the penny dropped and it was like wow what a great song if you want to know a Give him a mask Don't explain he understands You don't have to ask And if he's tired he'll rise above it If it needs doing he just does it See it can't be done he'll tell you to shove it Does it? Don't 
Yeah, there's a lovely chord structure in there as well. And that was, an, again, another very surreal moment. We had uh, Derek Smalls on upright bass with Judith. Yeah, well, he's a lovely guy. You know, they're both very lovely people who will um, come to the table and give as much of themselves as they can. And that's all I ask of anybody, really. And, and this is why I knew that you were doing something different. Um, there are people who write songwriting retreats and there are people where it's a business for them, but I could very much see the authenticity of what you were doing. And I'm, I, I was pleased to be a part of that. Uh, and then you've got, you got my friend, Nick Hayward. He wrote a song as well. We can breathe. And how yeah. did he write that especially for this album? Uh, Nick Hayward's song, we can breathe is he was a latecomer to the show. Um, he delivered the record at the very final moments before it was being cut. And what a jolly man he is. And, yeah. you know, he's uh, he always deliv delivers what he says he's going to do. And, um, yeah, he's been in lockdown in Florida, I think, for a year now, which is pretty tough going for him. But um sounds like a wonderful thing to me. But there you go. Yeah, and he, he's a generous guy. He, very, he helped me out when I was doing my Rock Academy in Reading.
so then um let's talk about hannah takes pictures and this is a really yeah. important song isn't it uh this is written by catherine williams and again an another song that was late to the table but catherine is a very giving woman and her song about hannah taking pictures which was the inspiration for the album um was a lyric that she totally nailed really and her beautiful delivery of the song is so sweet and tender so i was i was very very pleased when this song arrived in my inbox so let's have a listen to hannah takes pictures performed by catherine williams So on the album as well, you've got I See You, uh, and that was written and performed by Graham Goldman. So tell tell people, tell our listeners, who is Graham and if they've if not heard of him before? Um, well, Graham's a writer I've known for 40 years, really. He, um, you know, he, he wrote Bus Stop for the Hollies um, many years ago, obviously, and, you know, 10cc and 
you know, he's just an incredible writer and a, and a very generous man as well. He's gen very generous with his time and his energy, a, a real gentleman. Um, and again, this is a song that he delivered. Actually, he delivered it very early on in the in the proceedings, but he delivered it with a video as well. So, you know, he really, really came to the table. I was going to say, I, I, when I was listening to the first one, the, the lyrics that stuck in my mind, still with you, um, and is that Mirid Carlin? Yes. And um, what I, what surprised me about the lyrics there was um, still with you, and it tells the story of, um, obviously, during lockdown, families are forced together, you know, by law, <laughs> we have to stay. And, and that's been quite a challenging moment for some families and it's not ended well. Some it's been uh, a re-blossoming or a re mm. rediscovering of a relationship with me personally. It was rediscovering my garden, my shed, which we're in now. 
um, and and just appreciating what I have got rather than worrying about what I'm missing out on. Um, and so tell us a bit about that song there. How did that song come about? I don't really know. I mean, I just put it out there and, the, you know, with all of these songs, I, just, I had no part in them other than to suggest that they were written. And that's what I try and do at my writing camps. So I make the suggestion and then see what happens. And I, there wasn't one that I turned down. They were all terrific songs. And I 
thank you. And I think that's really what I wanted to shine the light on because just by you being there and, and hosting and facilitating, that is adding value because it's giving us writers confidence that it is a proper job. Uh, you know, this is a this is a mm. skill, mm. and having your um, uh, view on on what we've what we're doing is really good, and putting it out there is even better, going way beyond you know the call of duty. Mm. And so, um, is there a plan then to release another one? Are you uh, thinking maybe another one from that? Yeah, I'm hoping to do a song club for mu for help musicians, which is a charity that I work for, and. Um, in fact, I've been discussing it today about compiling it and seeing what we can, what we can glean. Of course, the trouble is, you know, the, I put it out, and really nobody would know any of the writers particularly, and it would be difficult to get any airplay. Um, so it will be a vanity project more than anything. So um, m my mind isn't made up about it yet. I think it would make what I'd really like to do is put some of the songs to pictures and make a film of it and nice. to, to kind of show the struggles of a mus musician during this time. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, just getting the songwriters themselves to talk about it as well is, is uh, I would challenge, I say it's, I would say it's not a valid, from my point of view, I wouldn't see it as a vanity. I would see it as an opportunity, as a platform to shine mm. the light on people. Mm. Um, and have you found uh, some time to write as well, your own, some new songs during lockdown? I know it's been almost a year now we've been locked down. Um, yeah, I've done a fair amount of writing, but not a lot of reviewing. I find it, I, I'm struggling to sit here and and go over what I've done. But um, I know there's some good stuff there. I just need to sit and sift through it and see what I feel. Yeah. Um, it only takes one reading and then I know whether I've cracked it or not. And if I've cracked it, then I pass it on. And and if any of our listeners want to get in touch with maybe come on one of the retreats, yeah. you're hoping, I know you're hoping to do them offline again when, when safety permits. Yeah. Uh, how would they get in touch? Uh, have you got a website? Um, well, ChrisDiffordMe.com and they just follow the links and it will take them to the songwriting page or the songwriter's garden. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's really easy to track me down. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, and I'm open to listening to new music and to speaking to writers about what it is they're looking for. I, uh, thank you. Uh, that, that for me is, by saying you're open to, to connecting with people, is um, really encouraging for us who, who are not known, who want to keep writing, who want to do writing. Um, and it's very difficult sometimes when people get to a certain point i guess in their career where they've they've achieved everything that we're still searching for sometimes then they're, they're not open so i really appreciate you saying that you're good. open to do that. um and and okay so uh, i've got a quick technical question and then i'll um i asked my friends on facebook uh if they had any questions for you uh there was some um linda Sirk, she's a bbc ex-bbc journalist and reporter she said um, she wanted to know why did you put up the junction as the, the title of the song right in the last last verse there and not make it a chorus well up the junction doesn't have a chorus anyway does it it doesn't have a chorus and um i have no idea to be honest it was <laughs> 1978 79 a long time ago 40 years ago and 42 years ago and i think i'd i mean 
that was just written in one sitting that whole lyric and it just ended with the word up the junction it seemed like oh well that'll be the title then you know there wasn't a lot of scientific uh you know uh, work put into it there wasn't a debate or a conference it was just like okay this is going to be the title yeah and uh and i've noticed uh well where did where did the, between you and glenn when you're when you're writing the songs where did the octave vocals come in because that's really a trademark isn't it you're the way you perform the songs how did that happen was that by accident or was that deliberate? Um, well it happened just because i sing in the boots and he sings up in the tits <laughs> so you know it's just the way we are i mean he's got a beautifully melodic voice and i don't so we when we put the two together that's what it sounds like Brilliant. maybe you're the roots and the foundation he's the treetops something like that <laughs> i'd like that yeah um, and a good friend of mine, Richard, he's a massive vinyl collector. Um, and he said, "What he said, he's our, he wanted to know what was your first song uh, record that you bought with your own money, and have you still got that record?" Um, I think the first record I bought was with the Beatles, uh, and do I have it? Possibly. Um, most of my vinyl got nicked over the years by different people, um, but I've still got some in the loft. But I don't, never really go up there to find out what I've got um, I, I, it seems like a, it seems like a, a rainy Saturday's job yes yes I've got a few of those here behind me of um, filing and yeah your shed is much tidier than mine and very well organized and uh, that's what so you say <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know why but a friend of mine called Paul he says do you still like black coffee in bed um well there's a song called black coffee in bed do i still like it i love it as a song yeah okay is, th is there anyone that you would like to nominate to come on the podcast any songwriters from your family from your garden of songwriters that you would like to nominate to come on and talk about their career as well and their songs um well there are many you know all of those ones that you've already mentioned are very good so yeah, um, there's plenty out there. <laughs> Lots of people have got, got time on their hands and they want to talk, so. Brilliant. And yeah. maybe you can interview them as well, if you want to. Yeah, I can that'd be that. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go, because I know you've, you're a busy man and yeah. you're very hardworking. So for the moment, thanks very much, Chris, for joining thanks for your me time. on the podcast. Thank you for your time. Okay. And, uh, look after yourself, take care. See you soon. Cheers, bye. Bye.
That was a track called For Us, and that's on the Christopher Song Club album that's been released. It's out on Spotify and all the other streaming channels. Uh, please uh, check them out and uh, hear the other tracks we've not managed to play this week. Uh, there's 20 tracks there, all written and produced um, in aid of the NHS charity that Chris is supporting, and also help musicians doing some great work helping musicians who are struggling during lockdown to get their music heard and, and keep their creativity going. So, uh, thanks so much for Chris. Uh, it's been a real honour and a privilege to uh, have you on the podcast and um, and come back as well, please. So uh, tune in next week and we'll have another songwriter talking about their s- new release. If you want to get your songs uh, played on the show, all you've got to do is pop on to www.thenewmusic.show, uh, click on Submit Your Track and send a link through to us and then we'll get it reviewed and get it on the podcast. Okay, have a safe and pleasant week and see you next week. Take care. You're listening to The New Music Show with Pete Doyle.